Welcome to another episode of This Is My Generation, a podcast full of information for parents in the early years of homeschooling who are seeking clarity and encouragement to get through the uncertainty of homeschooling and build a thriving education for their family. I'm Dr. Melanie Bisson, the founder and owner of Generation, a company transforming education for the six plus million parents now paving their own educational path for their kids, the next generation. We do this through our group coaching program, Harvest, where parents sow seeds of clarity in their vision and goals, reap the fruits that come from being aligned in your approach and programs, stay rooted in empowerment and thrive together in community. You can follow us on Instagram at underscore This Is My Generation. Hello, whether you are kicking off your homeschooling journey for the first time after winter break, or you're making a change in your curriculum or schedule, or simply just trying to implement something that you've been mulling over, today I wanted to start the new year by talking about the value in doing something on day one rather than just dreaming about it for one day. So welcome to 2024. Happy New Year, everyone. I am glad to be back. Um, I was really just soaking in the break. My husband only had the Tuesday after after um, Christmas, and he only had New Year's Day off. So I really just unplugged. We spent as much time together as possible. I'm actually recording this. Um, my oldest, Josiah, is at the like four-day camp at our local zoo, which is incredible, Brevard Zoo. And my littlest is sleeping. I'm taking some time in the office. I feel like I hadn't stepped in here in a few days. I know you all know how it feels if you're listening to this you know, in real time. Hopefully my microphone doesn't uh, stop working on me again because I don't even remember the last time I charged it. So that's where we're at. I'm mentally preparing for next week when everything starts back. Um, RCC, co-op, soccer, both boys are starting gymnastics, uh, my university coursework, I'm teaching two classes this term of email marketing. Uh, so that starts back literally everything. So I'm very excited about that. Um, but I also, just like you, have a lot of things that have sort of been like on the plate and on the back burner. And it's just something that's sort of been weighing on me to address. And it's something I've done well with in the past in terms of like this day one. Um, you know, so all, all that to say, like I'm talking to myself too. I'm reminding myself of the times where I did this, like I started something on day one and was able to look back and say like, holy cow, that was maybe hard, but so, so good. And how the hard is usually so, so much easier than the regret and resentment for not getting started sooner or at all, right? But how it's still just so simple and easy to get stuck not starting. So I kind of want to unstick us. (laughs) unpack this notion a little bit and just kind of start the year fresh. So, you know, because I, 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 it is just funny, like how often we find ourselves saying like, one day I'll start homeschooling or, you know, like one day I'll create that amazing curriculum or one day we'll take that educational trip. But like, here's the thing. Why, why wait? Why can't I talk today? (laughs) Um, Why wait for one day, right? When you can make today day one. And I know it sounds so cliche and you've probably heard like similar sentiments this time of year around like the fitness and diet programs and all that and stuff. But like the truth is the perfect moment might never arrive. I think we all experienced that in 2020 when, you know, we started the year off strong and had a list of things we wanted to do and then everything around us crashed. 
And there definitely seems to be this interesting, um, just like, I don't know, I sense something about this year, whether it's like the big election year after, you know, the, the 2020 hubaloo, um, or if there's just something else looming and it's just time to take advantage of the fact that there is no better time. There is no perfect moment. It, it might never arrive. And every day you wait is a day that you and your child could have spent experiencing the magic of having a personalized education tailored just for them and getting to live in that and enjoy it. And I think my, sing- my, like my single biggest reflection from 2023 was thinking of how I transformed from never wanting to never wanting kids to not only homeschooling a first grader but taking my youngest out of daycare like if you had met me 5 years ago i you would have well okay Josiah is 5 and a half so let's say 6 years ago i was the one that would always share the memes on social media about what they they call them like dinks now or something right it's such an awful acronym but dual income no kids right um but like, I was always the one that would share the meme of like, oh, you know, just me and my dog, happy Mother's Day, like not dealing with, you know, the poop and the cleanup. And, you know, all of my close friends that I still have from high school have kids that are in middle school now. So like, I, you know, <laughs> we waited a long time. I turned 40 and my husband and I both turned 40 this summer. Um, But to witness the transformation from that and seeing how God moved in me and on my heart and the desire to have them and then how long it took us to conceive Levi. So Josiah was conceived right away. Levi took 12 months. And I know that there are families that are are still waiting after years. Um, It was just, it was a long time for us. Um, And anyways, and, and to then be such a like staunch daycare supporter, right? Like to now loving mostly every overstimulated second that I have with the boys and daydreaming about the future that I am establishing for us is just wild to me. I mean, I traveled every single week of Josiah's first year of life first, almost two years, really. Um, I would, I would take, you know, like a week here and there, you know, once a, maybe two weeks every quarter or something like that. Like I would have weeks where I was home in the office, but he was in daycare. I would go th- two to four days at a time, not seeing him. I covered all of North America for sales. Then Levi was born. They both went into daycare. I mean, Levi came out of the NICU. He was home with me for, um, wow. Why can't I even, yeah, no, I had the 12. No, I had 10 weeks, eight. I got an extra 10, I think at, or an extra two weeks. Golly, I can't remember. All I know is that he was in the NICU for two and he went right into daycare. Um, there was an in-home daycare, so I felt a little bit better about that. But anyways, my point is like, I, I didn't dream this up for myself. And so when I think back at, at that whole journey and where I'm at now with truly like daydreaming about the future and loving what I'm doing with the boys even though like, don't take that as like, I'm not having these rough moments. Cause I am, we, we all are, you're naive to, to think that I don't, I don't ascribe to any of the, you know, Pinterest, perfect Instagram stuff, but 
there is just so much power in the day one, because when you start today, that's when you're really opening the door of possibilities. And it's, it's that first step is the hardest. Um, but it's also the most transformative because instead of procrastinating, like starting on day one is what lifts that weight off of your shoulders, because the longer we delay, the heavier the burden becomes. Right. And by making today that first day one, you're freeing yourself from the mental load of procrastination. And I know this intimately. I mean, I wouldn't have even been in this spot if, well, first I felt God calling us to Josiah. And so I had made that decision and I sort of prepped myself with that, but like, Levi coming out of daycare was an absolute no um, until his in-home daycare lady announced that they had just very um, unannounced. It wasn't in the plan for years, but they had sold their house and were buying one only like 25 minutes north. But between the highway and the morning, like it was, it was just too much to to be doing it with Levi. And so I had him home for like two months prayed about it. God opened the door for a part-time spot at a little Christian, it's not little, it's a, it's a large, but it's a Christian-based um, daycare facility. And then prayed some more and God opened the door for full-time. And it was like such a blessing. And then I kid you not, it was literally like, I mean, that was maybe, he was there like six months because it, we pulled him out in June after a really poor experience um, with potty training and some turnover. And it was just financially like it had started to feel after having, well, maybe it was like July. No, it was June. I'm all over the place, y'all. I'm like trying to think of when our little birthday and anniversary cruise was. Anyways, the point is circumstances put me in the position, put us in the position to just really make the call. And I'm so, so glad it did because I don't think I would have had the courage to have, have just made the decision and, and done it. And this, this day one mindset. And that's why I am so passionate about encouraging you to do it, whether it's small or big, um, because gosh, there's just so much joy on the other side. So like, think to yourself, like what, what leap have you been wanting to take with homeschooling? What are you hoping to embark on this year with your child? And right now, I want you to hit pause and make a list of every decision you need to make this month. Everything. Whatever comes to mind, no matter how small or big. Don't stop and check yourself with things like prerequisites, like, you know, I need to do X before I do Y and Z. Like that, that'll come later. Just press pause and jot them all down. From meal planning to a change in a dentist to who you're calling for a babysitter, um, you know, if you're leaving your corporate job, selling a home, like whatever. Then you're going to spend an hour, no more, no less, and make the decisions. And yes, sure, things have steps and they require collaboration with a spouse, perhaps, and, and all those things. But make the decisions in your mind. And yes, they can be open to change later, but we want to avoid that now for the sake of this exercise because... You'll see the intent is to point us to the things that we can say yes to right now. The days one, the day ones, right? And to push play on them instead of perpetually waiting until next year or, you know, just this eternity of longing. Because there's no, there's, there's like no magic to the, the one hour thing. It's just a boundary to give yourself like ample time to reflect without like overthinking them all. Um, it's just, it's, 
it's a nice time frame that I found works well. Okay. So then come back and listen. Okay. It's obviously helpful to do it in the next 48 hours, but make the commitment and you'll find it's actually not as hard as, <laughs> as you've made it out to be. Okay. Um, but just do that. Do that for me now. Just hit pause. I, I've given you all the instructions. I'm going to continue on. Um, but I want you to do that because I think after you've made this list and then you come back and listen to the rest, you'll you'll have the actual decisions in your day one um, sort of uh, decisions, concepts, what have you in, in mind and in hand to really, my, my hope of this episode is just to empower you and encourage you to see all of the pros and, and really, you know, very little of the cons in doing this. Okay. Because how often do we find ourselves overthinking things, right? We're waiting for the perfect moment, the perfect plan, the perfect conditions. Like the longer we wait, the more we tend to overthink it, right? Like starting on day one breaks that cycle. It's a declaration that you are ready to learn, to adapt and grow, even if things aren't perfect. And gosh, like it is such a confidence booster, you guys. Like it's that realization that you can take charge of your decisions and turn your aspirations into actions. And when you take a step forward that's building confidence, that confidence is then the cornerstone of a truly positive and resilient mindset. Because once you experience that you've pressed play on something and you've started day one of something, even if you don't stick with it, even if it doesn't work out the way you planned, like it just gives you the confidence that like you can do that hard thing. Okay. Cause I'm convinced now more than ever that among all the trials and days where you just want to throw in the towel, that one of the most beautiful aspects of homeschooling is the joy of just learning together. So when you kick off on day one, you're not just starting a curriculum or a new routine or a habit. You're igniting that passion for just discovery. And whether it's like inviting the kids into the kitchen, using the kitchen for real, which is which is me, uh, follow along <laughs> for more on that, or just like, you know, diving into history with the hands-on projects, or, or perhaps like just even embarking on homeschooling for the first time. Like maybe you're one of the ones that pulled the kids from, from school during the holiday break and, and you're now just in the thick of this decision-making. Like the joy of learning is at its peak when you embrace day one. It's hearing from your future self with her, with her saying like, can you believe we did that? Or do you remember when I started and was so nervous and you just like look back and chuckle because of, because now the hindsight that you have, like there's a special kind of learning that happens through action. And when you start on day one, you're not just absorbing information, you're applying it. And that, that hands-on learning is not only effective, but it's incredibly satisfying, like deep down content satisfaction. It's the difference between really reading about swimming and then actually diving into the pool, right? Um, you know, I also think like this day one aspect principle is, is also so much about just building strong foundations because you're not just teaching subjects, you're instilling values and you're creating a love for learning and you're fostering this positive educational environment. And those early days become the bedrock for your child's entire educational journey. And it is never too late for any decision for any new approach or new thing. And I emphasize this because 
You hear it from families who started their homeschooling journey in like the middle school years or even later sometimes. And, and beginning with the end in mind, like still applies and those transformations like still happen. I mean, think of your own personal experience. Like my husband has a memory like an elephant and he can remember the details of our elementary dating years and like things from when he was five, but mine are awful and they're very sporadic. Like mine are more like big picture feelings and the strongest ones are the later years. And, and it's all cumulative and important, sure. But I wanted to specifically reach like any of you who are experiencing self-doubt or like, well, it's too late, you know, and then you have that sort of naysayer in the back of your mind, because that's the purpose of this whole principle of like day one versus, you know, well, one day, because the long term effects of starting anything with that day one mindset, rather than the, you know, oh, one day I'll get to it. It's just indescribable and you absolutely can do it. And so spend some time if you haven't already with like goal setting around what you want with your homeschool and parenting this year. You know, there's like a lot of pushback recently on making resolutions and I'm not really sure why. Um, Because for me, it's always just been simply a resolve to do something, right? Taking that step. It's not a force to stick with it. If you're forcing it when you're not enjoying it, whatever it is you've committed to, then there's either something wrong with your mental approach to the task or the activity or your mindset toward it, or just the approach in general is wrong for you, right? Whether it's like the time commitment or it's the task altogether. Like so many things in this homeschool walk are trial and error. And while yes, like you know that I am uber passionate about aligning decisions with your educational philosophy And I'll take the time now to remind you about that importance. And also, you know, side note, if you're new here, go back and listen to those early episodes. But you still have to try some things out for size, even if you feel like they are the best match based on the criteria you've already set forth, right? I mean, it's the the most simplest analogy I can think of is like getting dressed or, you know, shopping for new clothes. Like, you know your style, you know what fits you best, you know what you like to feel good in. And so you're roaming Macy's. Do people do people do that? <laughs> Did I just age myself? I'm like literally thinking like crap, crap, when was the last time I went somewhere? And it's it's always Macy's still. Um it's been probably two years because I, I still am now doing um okay, well, so I, I do a lot of Amazon um Try before you buy now, which is so awful because I know none of these places are supporting anything like real or local. But anyways, like I did it with Levi brand jeans, right? I mean, okay, so you try something on that you know is going to fit you, but then sometimes like they, or it doesn't fit you, right? Like you, you know, it's your style, you know, it's the trend that you like, the material that you like, whatever it aligns with all of those um, criteria, but then yeah, you try it on and it just doesn't quite work. Or maybe you wear it once and it's like, you know, there's a, a couple of strings hanging down. Like I have a favorite hoodie and the the strings on it are thick and they're just obnoxiously long and it drives me nuts all the time. But I love the way that the rest of it feels. So I tuck them in. It's like you, you get my point, right? Um, like you have to try some things out for size. And the foundation comes from consistency. And consistency can only happen after you give something a go. And so the best like real example I have for this right now is my approach to Advent this year with the kids. 
So I had printed out this, I'll try to make this short, this like wonderful, simple devotional from Kids Corner. It's one of my son's favorite like weekly listens. And I printed it out in early November. And then it was like the day before the first Sunday of Advent when I said like, oh shoot, <laughs> I had seen it on my desk and kept putting off like the the, the quick conversation that I, I needed to have with my husband about how I wanted him to like lead it you know, because I'm doing all the stuff with the kids now, you know, education wise. And I, I really wanted him to have, because he is the leader in the home. He is the man in our home, but to have that like, uh, formal, like, you know, like, Hey, this, this kind of learning thing is daddy's idea type of thing. Um, but anyways, and then I forgot to buy the candles and, and come up with the setup I wanted. And so old me really would have scrapped this until next year because I didn't have everything the way I wanted to. Right. And I, know, I think I told you, like, I'm working through not only my perfectionist tendencies, but like leaning into this notion of imperfect action. And that's really like the epitome of the day one phrase, right, is not having complete information or a guarantee of results and just saying yes to it and starting it. So we did two weeks of a Sunday morning Advent devotional, and then I've lost track of the last two. And, you know, it wasn't like Instagram story worthy of like a family in matching pajamas. Like I'm not that way anyways. Um, we live in like what I lovingly coin like a bright chaos. And what I learned through all of this is that like even my routine memory master, like perfectionist little five and a half year old did not call me out on it. What he did do, however, is lean into his Jesse tree. He leaned into the morning uh, it's called the Minnow Day Show, but it's on uh, the app Minnow. And he just loved those 30-minute devotionals for the whole month instead of Paw Patrol. And, you know, we pointed out Jesus's coming, both now and later, as Advent. And we use that terminology anytime we read the Christmas story in scripture or elsewhere. So I was reminded that, like, I don't have to have it all together all the time for it to, quote-unquote, click or, like, quote-unquote, work. But that I need to start because darn it, like that's where the learning really does take place. Not only did he get those seeds planted of what the word Advent means and for something for me to come back to next year, but like someone can say all of that to you, like all you want and you'll nod your head in agreement, but like it doesn't really sink in and resonate until you do it. And you can learn so much from the seemingly small things like I did, like Starting on day one, it, it just nurtures a growth mindset. Like you're acknowledging that there's always room to learn and improve. It's an optimistic approach to challenges, right? It's seeing them not as roadblocks, but as opportunities for growth and development. It's what gives you the ideas for next time, right? Because otherwise you're just continuing to cycle in your head about these expectations that you're going to have when you do start. But then when those expectations aren't met and you've been mulling around on it for so darn long, like your disappointment is going to be greater, right? Because disappointment comes from misaligned expectations in the first place. So if you just start and then you just start again with the tweaks the next time, right? Like that consistency is what builds the foundation. And so when I go back to like homeschool decisions specifically, like I just, I want to point out that like starting on day one, like you're also embracing the like a bedrock of homeschooling and what it offers in terms of the flexibility and freedom, right? Like you get to practice how your decisions are actually your own now. And, and, and I try to use that wording as, as much as possible. Like you get to not like you should 
or you need to, or you want to, but you get to. And that can be intimidating, of course, like, but sitting in that fear and trepidation too long is what causes us to move forward with the next best thing or what everyone else is doing, rather than reflecting on all the decisions we want to make and need to make and just doing a day one for yourself. Like, so this isn't about, you know, all the, the other curriculums that other parents are doing or what mandate you might have from your state or your district. Like, this is about your mindset, your approach, and just acknowledging the privilege that is your family getting to call the shots. Like, that's the beauty of homeschooling. It's the freedom to learn and grow on your terms. And I think just starting day one is such a powerful way to overcome doubts, like, because we all have them, right? Doubts about whether we're qualified. Doubts about curriculum choices, doubts about this entire venture of homeschooling altogether, right? But here's the secret like, you do learn as you go. And it's my hope that this is why you enjoy the podcast is that I'm alongside the ride for you, right? Like, not simply reflecting back as a mentor later. There's value in that. Everyone should probably have one, but day one is your journey's beginning, right? And with each day, you become more confident and more skilled and more attuned to your child's education, educational needs. And I love being able to do that and just speak my mind with these other nuggets around with you because we, we need that community. We need that encouragement together. So if you've been pondering, dreaming, or just wondering about homeschooling, if you've been pondering certain changes within what you're doing in homeschooling, like let me be the one to say that today is a perfect day to start. Day one is about creating positive habits. And the longer that we postpone, the more that we reinforce that habit of delay. And I can tell you it is a habit. But by starting today, you are setting the stage for a habit of action. And it becomes a shift from I'll do it someday to I'm doing it today. And just think of the powerful testimony that that will be for the kids to hear about too. It's that proactive choice that's minimizing the chances of looking back and wishing you had started sooner. And regret like loses its grip as soon as you take that first initial step. And I could and, and probably will do a whole other episode on that, but let me tell you like that regret is true. And and in the long term, this mindset shift towards making decisions and being proactive and just starting, it transcends the specific decision that you're making today. I like, I absolutely can guarantee and promise that because it, it becomes a way of approaching life. Like the mental habits that you cultivate by starting on day one become tools for navigating challenges and pursuing dreams and just embracing opportunities. Like that's where the adventure begins and then every day thereafter is a chance to make learning a joyous, just personalized experience for your child and you. And I'm here to embrace that magic and the mess of the day, day one stuff with you, because I know we share that desire to create a homeschooling journey that's just filled with, you know, growth and discovery, but most importantly, like love. And that's just hundred percent where I'm at right now with with everything that we're doing, no matter how hard it is or, you know, where you might doubt yourself, but it's just, it's a love for them and it's a love for this and what we're cultivating long-term. So meet me next week because I'm going to chat on resolutions and just accepting where you are in motherhood. Um, I am excited about what God has planned for this year and this podcast. We are just getting started and 
Thank you for being with me. Please, please, please. Uh, a lot of you are listening, but not a lot of you are rating. And the algorithm, it just helps everything for that boost. So please go give the show five stars. Um, send me a message if you have something to comment on um, or something you would like to hear about this year. And until next time. If this is resonating with you and you want to be free of the uncertainty and the overwhelm, then hop on over to thisismygeneration.com and explore the options for the Harvest program and download one of our free eBooks. I'm so excited to help parents get out of their head and get in sync with their homeschool vision and plans. Our four-step process of sowing seeds of clarity, reaping the fruits of alignment, staying rooted in empowerment, and thriving in community include all the concrete ways to overcome the common mindset challenges homeschool parents face and move you into a growth mindset that will trade the uncertainty and overwhelm for calm confidence. And don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast follow us on Instagram at underscore this is my generation.